Welcome to the Literary Lions Podcast, the place for all things literacy at Chestnut Ridge. So welcome to episode two of Literary Lions Podcast. So, Mrs. Clark, tell us, what is new in the library? Um, over the past couple months, we've added some books to the library. So, I'm just going to list some of the new arrivals that we've added to our collection. Uh, we have a book called Ban This Book. We have an interesting title called Abraham Lincoln Pro Wrestler. Um, the Babysitter's Club series is really popular. We've added some books to that collection. We have a book called The Full House and the Empty House, How to Catch a Unicorn, How to Catch a Mermaid, and some nonfiction books about llamas, giant pandas, goats, sloths, and also some of the other series that we are adding to our library is a series called Cleopatra in Space, which is a graphic novel series, and Bird and Squirrel, which will be added to our collection here very soon. We also have um, some new children's books as well, like Lulu and Pea and the Mural Mystery, and also another addition to the Who Was series, and we have Who Was and Frank. So I feel like this is something a lot of people probably wouldn't know or never really have thought about. I know I never did. How does a book get into a library? Um, a lot of times uh, I'll just try to find out from the students what books are popular. I'll take a look at what books are getting checked out the most in the library and try to find books that are similar to those or other books in that series. I also um, have recently been checking out some of the award winners from last year, uh, Newberry Award, Caldecott Awards, and, and try to add those to our collection as well. And sometimes I like to just go on Amazon and if you type in a certain book, it'll a lot of times recommend say, whoever bought this book was also interested in this book. And that helps me to decide books that are similar um, to the ones that are really popular with the students. So if one of our students were to come to you and say, hey, there's this really cool book series out here. There's a possibility that, that a student could make a recommendation for a book that would appear in our library? Definitely. If, if a student lets me know that a book is interesting to them, I'll check it out and look at reviews on Amazon. I like to look at Common Sense Media as a great website, especially if it's a book I haven't read myself. It'll tell me some of the information that I would be interested in knowing as the librarian to see if it would be appropriate to add to our collection. But definitely the 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 students are great at giving recommendations and even the teachers. So the more they recommend, the, the more I know. And I think that just makes our library collection even more diverse. Great, great. So it's after the holiday season. We're back in school, back in the swing of things. But I have to ask, what literacy theme presents did the librarian get over the, over the holiday season? Well, I'm, I'm a little bit of a cookbook nerd, and some of the books that my, my parents got me for Christmas, my mom got me an Irish cookbook and a Scottish cookbook that have different recipes from those countries, because I like to collect different cookbooks from different locations. I also like to collect cookbooks that are based on movies I have, um, or, or book series. I have a Harry Potter cookbook, a Doctor Who cookbook, just all kinds of different nerdy little cookbooks. And I also got the novelization of one of my favorite movies. It's a movie called Pan's Labyrinth. And um, they took the, took the movie and turned it into a novel. And I'm looking forward to reading that as well because everybody always knows the books are better than the movies. So I'm interested in getting started on that here soon. Okay, so I'm a, I'm a connoisseur of food and, and I've never really thought much about 
Scottish food. Could you please share with us something that comes from the land of Scotland and some kind of um, food that they have there? Well, something that I'll probably not be cooking, but something that I have tried before is probably one of the most famous dishes that Scotland is known for, and that is haggis. Um, I'm not going to go into too much detail about that, what that is, because some people find it a little bit disgusting. But if you Google it, um, it's kind of like Scottish meatloaf, but the ingredients are a little bit interesting. And I have tried that before at a Scottish festival. So that is something that I think Scotland is really well known for. Something else I've tried is called a scotch egg, and it's like a hard-boiled egg wrapped in sausage and deep fried. So that's that's really good as well. Um, probably not super healthy, but really, really yummy. <laughs> so what you're saying is uh, um, haggis would not be something that we want to put on the menu here at Chestnut Ridge Middle School? Um, I, I don't think it'll be being added to our menus anytime soon. Probably not. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to put you on the spot here. Um, what are your, your literacy or reading or writing resolutions for the new year? Well, I've actually been trying to write a novel for probably the last hmm, almost 20 years now. I've had a book idea since I was in high school, and I started writing that the other year, and I told myself I really wanted to get serious about that in the next couple of years because some of my favorite authors started to write their masterpieces in their 30s, so I'm feeling the pressure to get that story done. Um, I also just want to get back into writing poetry more. That's something I've, I've always liked to do is sort of a stress relief. And for reading, um, I'm going to start off a little bit easy on myself. I'm going to tell myself I want to try to read at least one book a month. I know that doesn't sound like much, but some of the books I have are pretty big and intimidating. And I've actually already read two books here in January, very short books, and I'm working on a third. So I think I'm off to a pretty good start, but that's my goal is at least one book a month and I'm going to try to get back into writing. So if a student wanted to write something, what recommendations would you give them? Um, where could they go for help? How do they get started? One of the things that got me started with writing was writing contests. In school, teachers would tell me about writing contests that were going on and I would just try everything. And there were many, many times I never won a thing. There were times where I won, you know, second place or third place. I never really, you know, won major grand prizes, but it was always something that I thought was good to try and kind of put my work out there. Um, also, just talk to people that have written things before. I know that last year, I think it was, we had an, or maybe the year before, we had an author here, Alan St. Jean, um, who visited with the students. and. One of the things he talked about was self-publishing. I think now with technology, it's becoming more and more and more popular for authors to self-publish, especially maybe their first book or so. So definitely look into possibilities of self-publishing or maybe even just starting a blog on a safe website that you know, is safe for, for young people to use. Um, I know that Google has um, websites that you can do, blogs you can do, um, just to kind of get out there and get practice and also there's a program called NaNoWriMo which stands for National Novel Writing Month and every November during National Novel Writing Month they have a sort of a self-paced uh, contest that you can set yourself a goal to try to write a novel in the month of November and the program is free you can sign up and it gives you daily goals it has little activities that you can try if you face writer's block and I tried that one year with my students and it was a lot of fun so there's a lot of free resources out there. And I would just say also, if you want to write, read, because 
That will make you a better writer. The more you read, you get ideas, you see what your favorite authors do, and you can kind of imitate some of those things. So just read and you'll become a better writer that way as well. That sounds like something I've often repeated. The best way to get better at reading is to read. And the more you read, the better you become. The better you become, the more you want to read. Mm-hmm. So the same same is true with writing, correct? Yes. And, and I, I think, I, I don't want to misquote the author that said it, but there was a famous author um, that once said, I remember reading, they said, if you can't find the book you want to read, then write it. So I think that's important too. A lot of students that might think they don't like to read, maybe it's because they need to write the book that they've always wanted to read. And I think that can be powerful too, is to take the things you've always wanted to be able to read and create them. And maybe there's another person out there that's in the same boat as you and they read your book and realize that's the book they've been looking for their whole lives. So sometimes if you can't find the book you want to read, try writing it. Great idea. I just actually just heard a quote from, I believe it was James Patterson that said, there's no one that doesn't like to read only someone who hasn't found the right book yet. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I believe that to be true. I know we touched on that in a past episode about, you know, what got us into reading when we were kids. And, you know, for me, it was, it was hunting in sports magazines and then ultimately graduating into, uh, into novels. And, you know, I I believe that you, uh, you were a very early adopter of, of reading novels. I'd like to switch gears here right before we came on air. uh, We actually got some big news about something that is uh, going to come to fruition here at the Chestnut Ridge Middle School Library. Um, so I don't want to share any of your thunder, but um, Mrs. Clark, if you could, could you let us know what that big news is? Well, one of the projects we were hoping to be able to um, take from an idea and turn it into a reality this year was the idea of a book vending machine. I had actually heard about it on the internet. I saw a school that had one of these machines and I just thought it sounded amazing. And how it works is it it doesn't take real money. It takes special tokens that will be awarded to students for different reasons, um, different maybe little contests or certain goals that they reach. Students can earn a token and put it in the machine and it allows you to buy a book with that token. Basically, you're getting a free book and we're gonna be filling the vending machine with all the books that seem to be popular with students, the best sellers, the ones that students um, like to read themselves, and it will give students an opportunity to own their own books. Because in the library, we have a huge collection that students can choose from, but at the end of the day, you have to return the book back because it's borrowed. And this book vending machine will provide an opportunity for students to own their own books because there are there is so much research that says that it's not just having access to books, that there's something powerful and magical about owning your books, that people who own books, um, that's one of the things that you can actually control that can improve your your ability to do well on a reading assessment and just make you a better reader because the books belong to you, they're at your house, no one can take them away and and it makes you more likely to read because it belongs to you. So book ownership is such an important part of literacy And we have the book fairs and we have the books in the library, but, you know, this is just an opportunity, another way for students to get books into their hands that belong to them, that they can take, that will be theirs forever and ever. And we we were able to get the funding and the book vending machine is going to be ordered and on its way. And we've actually already had some very generous people willing to donate books to go in the vending machine. So I'm really excited when it gets here, we'll hopefully be able to get it up and running um, almost immediately. That's outstanding. I'm excited for that. Um, we actually got, um, I guess I can spill the news. We actually got the, the design look of the machine and um, 
I would say that we're both pretty excited about the way that's going to look. So, you know, that's a really awesome thing that, that you were able to coordinate and bring to the library. And I think it's going to be a welcome addition here for, for quite a long time. So I'm happy to announce that in our second episode, we have our first student guest. Leah is a fifth grader at Chestnut Ridge Middle School. Welcome to the show, Leah. So Leah, do us a favor and tell, tell us about your favorite book. Um, my favorite book would probably be Judy Bloom, Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing. Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing. Who's your favorite character in that book? Definitely Peter Hatches. Why do you like Peter? Because he's like older and mature, but he's still playful. I like that. So spoiler alert here, if you've never read Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing, we're going to talk a little bit about the plot of the book. So if you haven't read it, you may want to turn down the volume here for a minute. So what do you think about Fudge? He's a goofball. <laughs> Fudge is a goofball. What's your favorite thing that Fudge does? Um, definitely just like he tries to go sweet on his parents if he gets in trouble. That, that, uh, that tries to get him out of trouble, right? So then Pete, what's Peter think about that? He, think it's, he thinks it's really annoying. <laughs> Is Judy Bloom your favorite author? Mm -hmm. Does she have anything else that you like besides Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing? Um, Budgemania and otherwise known as Sheila the Great. Great. Who's your all-time favorite character from a book? Um, definitely Nikki Maxwell from Dork Diaries because she likes to talk. Great. What's your favorite genre books? Um, realistic fiction. Can you give me an example of realistic fiction that you like? Is that that's your favorite one? Good. So you have a busy schedule. You have a full academic schedule here at Chestnut Ridge. Where in the world do you find time to read, Leah? Um, right before I go to bed. So you read in bed before you go to sleep at night? Yeah. And you're usually reading like your uh, your chapter books, things like that? Mm -hmm. Good. Good. Um is there a book you've read more than once? Um the Babysitter's Club, um, The Truth About Stacy. What do you like about The Babysitter's Club? Um, it kind of relates to my life because I like to babysit, and but I kind of have some of the same problems that they do. Great. So tell, tell me a little bit about The Babysitter's Club. Is there a lot of books? Yeah, there's eight books as of right now that are the graphic novels. I'm not sure how many of the um, nonfiction there are. But. Okay. Very cool. So you like you like the babysit and you can kind of relate to what they're what they're talking about. Very good. Okay, so what is your strangest thing you've ever used as a bookmark? A mask. A mask? Why did you use a mask? That's all I had. That's all you had. So that's definitely a COVID response, right? In twenty twenty we use masks as bookmarks. I think we can all relate to that. I have another question that, that librarians always love to ask. Um, do you bend pages in books? Yes. You bend pages in books? <laughs> Are you okay with doing that? Well, no. Oh, okay. So, I, full disclosure, Leah, I bend pages in books too, but I've had librarians in the past that have told me that that's not a good thing to do. Do you ever hear that from anybody? Yeah, my mom. Your mom tells you not to bend pages in the book? She does it too. So. Oh, she does it but tells you not to? Okay. All right. So if I were to give you a choice between a thousand dollar gift card for a bookstore or unlimited e-reader books, 
Which would you pick? Um, definitely the $1,000 gift card. You'd pick the $1,000 gift card? What store would you go to? Um, any bookstore. Any bookstore? Mm -hmm. So do you go to Barnes & Noble, for example? Mm -hmm. You do? What section do you go to when you go to Barnes & Noble? Um, like it's like a graphic novel section, I guess. Okay, great. So if you had a thousand dollars, you'd spend some time in there. You would mm -hmm. buy lots of books. Mm -hmm. How do you pick books? Um, I usually just listen to what my friends have read and what they think about it, and I also look at the summary. Good, good. What are your ideas to make literacy better here at Chestnut Ridge? Um, definitely more reading time and maybe like book clubs. Because I know there's a book club, but it's I've only ever heard of a book club in fourth grade. So I think it would be nice to have one in every single grade. Are you volunteering to start a book club in fifth grade? Sure. You are? Mm -hmm. So we need to talk to the principal of the school and see that he'll let us start a book club? Mm -hmm. Very cool. So I think that we can make that happen, right? Okay, we'll have to ask, ask Mr. Nisley if we can have a book club here. I don't think he'll have a problem with that. <laughs> okay, so I don't want to put you on the spot. But we always ask everybody to wrap up every show with a book recommendation. So everybody that listens to the show is going to hear from you. A book, and I'll tell you, whenever we do this, the library always runs out of that copy of the book because people listen to your recommendations. So what should people at Chestnut Ridge read? Um, probably Sheila the Great because it's, I started reading it whenever I was in first grade, and it's a chapter book, but I really liked it, so I think it would be good for all ages. Fantastic. Well, Leah, that's all the questions I have for you today. We really appreciate you being a part of the show. And um, Anything you want to say before you leave about reading at Chestnut Ridge? No? Okay. Well, hey, thank you so much for being a part of the show, Leah.